0: Hello and welcome to the Ball Island Podcast. We got another episode coming. It's me Gates, like every week, with my boy C Thaw.
1: Yo, we finally made it. We did it. We got through the slog of one of the worst postseasons of any sport I can remember. And we're yeah,
0: here. It was pretty bad. There was uh one loss combined. Warriors pulled it off 12-0. The Cavs almost pulled it off. It wasn't for a lucky Avery Bradley three. You won't say lucky, got a nice little bounce, you know, you know
1: what what gives. It is what it is. They're up twenty in that game. Took their gas off the pedal. I don't even wanna talk about those series anymore whatsoever because they were they were a wrap before they started.
0: Yeah. So I think we'll we'll start to just dig into some of the different things to take a look at with the odds. I think the money line right now is Cavs plus two twenty, I wanna say and Warriors minus 260, so about where we thought it was going to be. I thought the Warriors might be favored by a little bit more. Um, See,
1: I I actually thought it differently. Earlier in the postseason, I definitely would have agreed. Yeah. But then the way the Cavs were just annihilating teams, I really thought it was going to come way down, especially after Game 2 in Boston where they won by, like, 50. Right. I thought it was going to end up being, like, Golden State minus 180, Cleveland, like, plus 200 something like that
0: yeah i mean i was more talking about you know like as the playoffs were beginning so yeah not after this annihilation but um yeah i mean the Cavs look pretty good i'm still sticking with them with the odds i mean i'm not gonna i don't think it's a great bet because you know i again i thought it was gonna be closer to three to one now it's closer to two to one but i'll put a little something on it um and i mean you can't really take the warriors in minus 260 right
1: no, I think that's crazy. I think if you're betting on the Warriors, what you really got to do is try to take the outcome. Yeah. I mean, as, as frustrating as that is, I would I'd probably put a little bit of on 5 and a little bit on 7. Yeah. More, I mean, personally I'm I'm personally putting more on 5 depending on how, on how you see the series going, I definitely understand 7 as well. I think for them to lose back-to-back Game 7s at home would be historic right. and probably unprecedented. I'm, I'm not actually sure, but I'm guessing unprecedented in, in NBA history. So if you do like the Warriors to win, those, I'd rather put two different bets on those two than the minus 280. The
0: reason why I like the Cavs, though, if it gets to a Game 7, is because
1: all the pressure is on the Warriors at that point.
0: I understand all, that. All the, pre- all the pressure but in the talk, world. You're talking about
1: back-to-back Game 7s at home? It's... it's just never happened before. I think, so. I think the baby back bitch, Kevin Durant, doesn't come through in the clutch in Game
0: 7 with all the pressure in his life on him, if that's what it comes down to. LeBron's at his best when he's the underdog, and that's, again, why I like the Cavs here because they're not expected to really win, and no one's going to really shame him if they lose to the Super Team Warriors, uh, and, that, and that's when LeBron's at his best. He really is.
1: Yeah. I'd say there are more takes now than when the postseason started, that people are have more faith in Cleveland than at the beginning, which was yeah. basically no one was on them. Right. Uh, just the way they've really played as well as they possibly can. And, and the way Love is, for me, I think everyone knew what LeBron is capable, capable of. Everyone knew as Kyrie was capable, capable of. Excuse me. But for Love, he's really taken his game to a new level. This is the best he's looked as a Cavalier. And I'd say arguably better than Bosch ever fit in in Miami as that third wheel. That's a so. little well.
0: I no, I don't think so because Bosch was so good defensively. That's true. So that, that,
1: that's a good point. Okay, I, I, I take that back. I'd say offensively. Yeah, yeah offensively, I think he's fitting maybe, in more because he, he can shoot. He
0: can he can extend further.
1: Yeah, he, I think he's really comfortable with his role in the offense now, where he can actually drop thirty in a game. Yeah, and then beyond that, it's really because the first. His first two seasons in Cleveland, you didn't see that those outlet passes as much, which is what he excelled at in Minnesota. Right, and now you see it like three times a game, where it just changes momentum like that. When yeah. when someone has like a big dunk and Love just outlets it to LeBron on, on the length of the court and he gets an easy layup, it's it's just too easy. Yeah,
0: he's definitely fitting in a lot better, but you know, I I I think Bosch fit in perfectly with that last team, and he would always knock down that fifteen footer. He was great on defense yes yeah, I mean it, so I think love still has a long ways to go but yeah he I mean his the fact that they won the championship and he's definitely better this year than it was last year is a good sign for them
1: exactly yeah it was a stretch of a comparison I'd say they probably both took a while to to fit in the role but but love from last year to this year in my opinion is night and day so th- that's definitely encouraging for Cleveland to your Durant point I if I, even if I might agree with you I think Golden State has more than enough weapons to overcome, so it's not as big a concern for me in Game 7. Curry, yes, has kind of not performed his best on the grand stage in the past, and I really think this is the year where he breaks through. I'm I'm leaning towards him for MVP, even though I'm not going to bet that just because the odds aren't great. That that would be that is my pick.
0: So the th- the thing I got going here is Steph Curry's definitely not as good right now as he was last season when he was on a different See, planet.
1: So now I'm going to completely disagree with that. I for 75 percent of the year I agree, and in the last playoffs basically since he hurt his knee. Uh, last playoffs, I didn't think he was the same caliber player of when he was MVP until the last two months of the season and in the playoffs, where maybe he's not putting up the same numbers. But if you just watch him play, he has that elusiveness that that it factors back, where you have complete confidence in him to shake his defender and make that shot. Whereas in Game Seven last year, when Love was guarding him, you're like, "How the fuck is Kevin Love Ding up Steph Curry right now?" Yeah, and right now, I don't I don't even think that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I I still think that Steph Curry isn't, you know, he's not at that elite, elite level. And I think a part of that is also just him having to share the ball with Kevin Durant, which is what my thing's been, um, you know, this whole time. Um, And obviously this is like huge nitpicking, right? Like this team is undefeated in the playoffs right now. But when you look at their path... Uh, it, it's pretty much couldn't get easier, and it, this kind of kind of reminds me of like March Madness with Gonzaga a bit. Although that you know that played out a little differently, their path was just so easy. How the teams they kept running into, so that's why they kept advancing. I mean, the Warriors have had the easiest path in the world. They haven't been tes- even even easier than Cleveland. I mean, yeah. to get to play the Spurs without Kawhi, I mean that's a joke.
1: Yeah, I I agree, but uh, regardless, they would have they would be in the finals. Just, just no, that. Uh, of
0: course. Yeah, obviously. I'm just saying I think it's actually worse for them because I think they they haven't gotten tested now. and they That's they, true. they haven't earned their stripes with, with this specific team. And Cle- Cleveland's just a lot – I think they're a lot more comfortable. They were on cruise control all year. LeBron has mastered how to be cruise control through the regular season and save up all of his energy for this moment. And I think he's ready, and I think the Cavs are ready.
1: That's true. I think definitely if you're on Cleveland – one of your arguments is that this Golden State team hasn't been tested at all, yeah. at all, pretty much all year, and especially in the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I definitely see that. Again, for me, it just it's just too much talent. Right, and and nine times out of ten, in the NBA talent wins through. Yeah, you know, like I, mean, I said... We, we saw in the first year of Miami. It didn't, it didn't yeah, win that, through. Yeah, that's what I think this is. So, I think this
0: is Miami year one again.
1: So it is possible, but it, even in that series, they needed LeBron to uncharacteristically uncharacterist, not show off to lose that series, and they blew game two when they were up 16 in the second half. So you got to see, even then, they were two wins away from winning it all and had some uncharacteristic issues that popped up. So... I agree with you, but nine times out of ten, again, talent wins out.
0: Right, but if the uncharacteristic issues pop up again here, which I, I see is definitely happening because of all the factors we just laid out, then that's going to lose them the series. And I think the the one last major takeaway I want to say, because you know, we could talk about this all night, but the the one last thing I want to say on it is the Cavs, everyone knows the Warriors got Durant, and, and they're, they're better talent-wise. You know, who knows cohesion-wise, but talent-wise, yes. But I think the Cavs are are a good amount better now than they were last year. I think the 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 unity they're playing with like we just mentioned with Kevin Love, LeBron's playing at, at a whole different level. I mean, I'm not going to say he was amazing last year too, but he's playing through the roof right now. And I think their their bench got stronger, and I think they're 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 better now than they were a year ago. Maybe not substantially, but they're definitely better. And they and they've had a, another season of the same team with just adding in a couple more role pieces to strengthen and, and have more time to bond.
1: I definitely agree. I mean, to what I said before, love is probably the biggest reason for that, just how much better he's gotten within that system and how much more comfortable he is playing on that team. And that's definitely a big reason. The role players are key, though, too. Darren Williams had a pretty good playoffs. Korver, especially, kind of changed the dynamic for that team yep. with his ability to stretch, stretch the floor. So Cleveland's definitely a better team. Tristan Thompson's They're, they're more used well. to each other. It's the same core for three years now. Mm-hmm. So they definitely know each other, know the spots they, they need to get to. But... Even still, Golden State has a lot of big game experience, even even if it's not maybe together. They still have a ton of that experience. Even Durant has been to the Western Conference Finals three times. has been to the NBA Finals once. So you can't just write him off no, if like he's, he's never he's, been there. He's
0: been there. He's just shit his pants when he was there almost every time. I mean... Game six last year was a disgrace how bad he played. That's true. He In the finals They were, up, the, they were, the were finals up 3-1, of the, the he, they were up 3-1 on
1: the 73-win Warriors, though, so... Yeah, I mean, and, and he played really well in those first four games
0: until it got until it got real, until
1: well now it, now in. he's got Draymond Green to to step him out and, I, and that's really what
0: about Russell Westbrook? That's not enough.
1: Well, Russell didn't play well either. Let's let's not uh, forget that. So yeah, he played so, better than Durant. But... I don't know about that. Your your boy sucked pretty much. No, 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 no your boy no. stunk. We're we're just gonna leave it at that. But Draymond really is the ultimate X factor for me in this series. And the reason that I'm picking the Warriors is Draymond Green. One might say he could lose it, he could lose his head, get suspended again, and that's going to ruin the series for the Warriors. I think he's learned from his mistake. He's going to keep his emotions under control. And he's as motivated as a player as I've seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's look at the odds. Um, a couple of them are jumping off the page. Obviously, I'm signed at the Cavs, so I'll share which ones I like in terms of the Correct series results, and then you can show your Warriors. I think it's, uh, I think, I mean, obviously, it's got to be Cavs in six or seven. And, you know, four or five is just not happening. I mean, no, there's no you're chance. You're throwing
1: away money, even though the odds are huge, you're throwing away money there. Yeah, there's no chance. So I think game, I like, I'm going to put a little bit on plus
0: 550. I'm sure you can get better odds at other sites. Uh, the one we're looking at is plus 550, Cavs and seven. Um, and I, I, I could see that scenario playing out again, a similar thing to last year. I mean, you know, one, one guy gets banged up, um, you know, Kyrie goes off. Another thing we didn't talk about is I think Kyrie, and, and I've heard some other people talk about this, but Kyrie matches up really well with Steph Curry. He, he Offensively, I mean, Steph can't hang with him. And defensively, he's done a really good job to contain him.
1: Okay, offensively, that's true. Defensively, though, a lot of that's from last year's finals, and I'll reiterate. Steph wasn't 100%. He was playing at 75%, 80% max, and just watching him this year, he still wasn't even the same for the first three months of the season. And then, really, the last month and a half, two months, is when he's... You saw, okay, that's MVP Steph quickness. He's got his quickness back. He's got the spring in his step that he needs to get that little sliver of space to get his shot off. So... I'm telling you, a lot of people are saying, oh, that's an excuse, blah, blah, blah. Steph didn't never even use that as an excuse. I'm using it for him because I know what my eyes tell me, and he wasn't the same player. Like, okay, Kyrie was dinging him up. Yo, so was Kevin Love. So don't give me that. On, that, like, one pl- on that one play. Here. Okay, but still, like, yeah. Kevin Love can't D- up Steph Curry. Right. So that's, that's, the whole, that's my whole argument right there is encapsulated in that play. Yeah. So I'm saying let's see what Kyrie does on defense in this series. I think he's going to be absolutely torched. Okay, so you, so I
0: said, you know, Cavs in 7 plus 550, put a little on that. Besides that, I'm staying away. What, what do you like for, for Warriors? I mean,
1: I'm just saying, I think if you're betting Cavs, it doesn't really make sense to go exact series outcome. Yeah. I think mean, you just bet on them to win the series. Right. Uh,
0: I mean, honestly, what I'm probably going to do is, I mean, I'm putting a little on it before, but I think there's a really good chance that they, um, that they lose, like, the first game. And then, the so- and then the odds go crazy, and then you really take them.
1: That's definitely not a bad call if you're into the Cavs. Yeah. Although, game one's going to be big.
0: No, I, I, I feel like game, I think game two's going to be the big game. Honestly. Bigger? I mean, obviously, unless Cleveland can well, pull off game
1: one. Well, that's what I'm saying, because you look how the Spurs jumped all over the Warriors last time. Yeah. And the Warriors have had a couple extra days off. Not that much, but a couple extra days off. I don't think that matters. So, but, I mean, they came out sluggish last time with all that time off. So you give them another 10 days, 12 right. days, and maybe they come out sluggish again, and Cleveland can jump on them.
0: Yeah. No, obviously, if Cleveland can steal game one, the whole series has changed. But
1: but yeah, no, I agree. If you're betting on Cleveland, I wouldn't go exact outcome. I do agree with you. I'd put some on before before and then wait until after game yeah. one and do it again. Yeah, that's probably the move. If they're on 2-0, I think it, then you're getting a little into risky territory to yeah, take them. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, sure.
0: I mean, I, I like if they lose game one, I, I like them a lot to even the series in game two.
1: Okay, so then, so then, that's even a money line play for you yeah, just on game two, definitely. Assuming obviously that they that they uh, lose game one, yeah. Uh, for for Golden State, in terms of, I agree, you can't bet them outright. So an exact series outcome, you got sweep isn't going to happen. So and it's only plus four fifty what we're looking at, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So you, all these odds are pretty bad. So you don't you don't bet on that. Plus two twenty five, I, I would I would throw a little bit on. Yeah. I mean that's still pretty shitty odds. Yeah, it's not great. It's pretty bad. It's not great, but if you're gonna bet on the Warriors, you that's the way you gotta go. So otherwise I mean, I, I'm just I'm just looking for a way to bet on the Warriors and that's that's the way I'm gonna go is, is Golden State in five. Six is a little bit bigger since it's since it's in Cleveland. They did win in 2015 in Cleveland,
0: also oh, that's right. So, so, so it's not like the finals used to be how it was two three two. It's now it's, it's two,
1: two, one, one, two, two, one for the one, last three or four years now. Okay, I think right, since right. the last Heat Spurs series, right. okay. they've been doing that. Which, yeah. which actually probably LeBron loses that 2013 series, but that's neither here nor there on the Ray Allen shot in <laughs> right. Miami. But yeah. okay, so then what about Finals MVP? I'm not really
0: liking anything because I think it's gonna be LeBron because of Cleveland plus one seventy. Those odds are even less than their money line odds to win it. So I mean, obviously there's a chance that he could win it if the if the Warriors win, but I I don't think that would ever happen.
1: No. So. I I agree. If you're betting on Cleveland you got to stay away from MVP. Yeah, and if you're if you're betting on either Love or Kyrie or someone else yeah, in Cleveland, that, that's stupid. It's, if you
0: bet it, on Kevin Love? That's just that's like retarded. Ridiculous. It's just it's just not gonna happen. Even Kyrie, like it's just not. It's just happen.
1: not gonna happen. Like look what he did. He was a beast last year, and it wasn't even close. Like no, no there's if Le- Cleveland's winning, LeBron's winning the MVP. He does yeah. too much for that team. Yeah. So even if Kyrie goes off shooting and like has a forty point game, yep. it still won't matter because yep. LeBron probably puts up a triple double in that same game. And then the difference is negligible, where they're, they'll give it to LeBron. So, if you're betting on Cleveland, stay away from MVP. For Golden State, if you like him like I do, there's a couple interesting things. Draymond Green, we have a plus 750. Again, you can definitely get better odds elsewhere. But Draymond, again, if he does an admirable job on defense on LeBron, that's how Iguodala won it two years ago. Right. So, and then last year, Draymond was in line to win it after game four. Until he got until suspended. Until he got suspended. Yeah. And then even in game seven, he put up the monster 32 and 15. No, I, I agree. I, I think for the Warriors, I think, I think
0: the Draymond play is the best
1: play. So, I agree, yeah. Draymond is the best play because Steph and Durant Duran are co-favorites. Yes, one of them could win. It's still too but, high. Either but either, but Draymond and Clay definitely have a chance to win. And Clay's the other one I'd look at. He's twice as low. He's, I, he's I don't been, think Clay he's, has a chance. He's been really bad in the playoffs so far. And shooters, are, shooters, it comes and goes, your stroke. Yeah. So if it comes... And he, would, he,
0: he would have to have an insane
1: series where Draymond just kind see, of... See, I, I don't even know that. I, I think he would. If, he, if they win, let's say they win in five, hypothetically, and he has two games where he has 40-point games and he just goes off. And the other games, yeah, he's only yeah. marginal. He scores, like, 20. It's possible. He could, he could win it. It's possible. Especially if those two games go to overtime. He hits a big shot. Yeah. So, that that that's why I think Clay's interesting. Just, mostly, more than anything, it's because he's been so cold through the playoffs so far. And I just don't see him going a month without finding a stroke. Yeah. Nah, I feel that. That actually reminds me of, of another point that you made on LeBron, which is that, he's, yes, 100%, he's playing the best basketball of his career. Mm-hmm. The thing about the Cavs fan that I worry about is that he's shooting... Literally better than he ever has in his entire career, bar none.
0: Yeah, why, like, why is that something to worry
1: about? Because the aver- the law of averages is bound to come down. I think that's stupid. It's not, dude. He's Here shooting. He's shooting like fifty six percent from three. Okay, it's just, it's just not maintainable. All right, that's fine. So, so if it's he, bound. So it's he, bound to come down.
0: It's fine. So if he shoots forty five percent from three, they'll be very happy.
1: But he can easily shoot twenty five percent, which is the law of averages, which is nah. way more than think... what he does in his career.
0: I think that's a very dumb way to think about it.
1: He's, if he's if he's shooting it's not, hot right it's now... It's not he's at hot, all. It's not, he's, not at all. He's, you see he's it shooting, all the time.
0: No, if he's shooting hot right yeah, now... how long can he stay not, hot? He's not bound to just shoot really shitty. Even if he doesn't stay hot, he can stay average or he can go to average. To just assume it's going to balance out in this small sample size makes no sense. The fact that you want to ride someone when they're hot if anything you got to like the fact that he's hot you're not you I not can really... I
1: completely disagree that makes it, there, no there's sense. no one that's been this hot for this long it's it's not going to happen It's just not like i just said fine so it'll be average at worst like you
0: to, to say that he's now going to be the worst shoot like shoot 25% is insane from it 3 it's,
1: it's easily possible
0: it's possible but it's not more likely because he's hot that makes that thinking makes no sense all right so i guess Nothing else really here. We'll will unravel a little bit more as we go through it.
1: I mean so, some of the other matchups, how they rotate on clay is interesting with JR, Schumper, Corver, Williams. They got a lot of bodies to throw, so and how Golden State responds to all those guys. So Golden I mean, Cleveland really needs one of those guys to get hot for and maybe it's JR for two games, Corver for two games. Yada, yada. But they, they need one of those guys that plays shooting guard for them to really step up, I think, to to win the series.
0: Yeah, and then, they, they need they need a, role, a couple role players to, to really play well.
1: And then the other thing you said is basically, last time I think Tristan Thompson, and he has historically the last two finals had really good series. He needs to do that again. Mm-hmm. Where he dominates on the boards. Uh, Zaza and JaVale McGee can't be anywhere near him. He needs to be absolutely eating them alive. Yeah. If they play in anything close to a drawer the Warriors are going to run away with this series.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say run away with it, but yeah. They, 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 they're going to get a huge edge if that happens. But I, I really like the way Tristan Thompson's playing.
1: And yeah, I mean, the past two finals, he's been an absolute monster. He's done exactly what they needed him to do, which yeah. is completely own the offensive glass. Yeah. And, well, and defensive, but even more so offensive. Right. Getting LeBron's more second chances. And now that they have even more shooters, it's really important. Get Korver a second three. That's huge.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, I, I just like the way they match up with Golden State. Even, you know, two years ago when they lost in the finals, they were without Kyrie and Kevin Love, and they still had that 2-1 start to that series when the Warriors were playing out of their minds. And it was just the way they were able to mix it up, and the, and the style clash, I think, favors Cleveland. So, you know, I think that plays a lot of it, too, is is the way that they play basketball really disrupts what the Warriors like to do.
1: Yeah, I I definitely hear that. If the Warriors can spread them out more than in years past, that would be really important because I think we've definitely seen Cleveland be able to muck it up at times, and, and Golden State now with Durant has better spacing than ever before. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to maintain that, that that's Cleveland's goal, really. It's got to be, how do we muck this up? And then how fast does Mike Brown go to the smaller lineups? Mm-hmm. And then how does Cleveland capitalize on that? So I, I have, honestly, a hard time seeing Zaza or McGee... Playing really well in this series, so then how does an Iguodala or Sean Livingston come into that starting lineup with those other four guys and and hold their own, or or are they able to?
0: Yeah, no, these are all good questions. We'll we'll see how it how it pans out. Uh, quickly on the LeBron legacy, so to speak. I mean, for me, it, this has nothing's really changed. I I think for he, I think he's he's gotta have vaulted into the top three at this point.
1: So for me, it's still a discussion. And this, this, is, this is definitely the the hot thing to do right now. Yeah, was, that's what
0: I'm saying. And there's no point to really talk that much about it because, first of all, this series is going to dictate it, obviously. A ton, right. Um, and obviously, he still has so much left to go in his career. Uh, the Jordan level is not even worth discussing.
1: I completely agree. The, the people that are comparing that, I think, are crazy. Yeah. The, the top three, in my opinion, is still a discussion. Yes, he deserves to be in that discussion. For me, he's not there yet. Yeah. If he wins this series... That's cemented for me. Yeah. Because he's a top three player all the time. If he wins this specific series against Golden State, if he loses, I'm not ready to put him there yet.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: well I'm not sure ever. With three titles, it's going to be tough to get into the top three when everyone else is at least five, pretty much, that's in that discussion. Yeah. Other than what? Will has two? Yeah. So he, other than Will, everyone else I mean, he's,
0: else got, he's got a lot of time left in his career, and it's pretty amazing how well he's playing at age 32. And like I was saying before, he's figured out how to just coast through the season. Yeah. And make it. So he he's really figured out this regimen where I think he's gonna be playing at this level for another three years. Where yeah. I, I think really think it's gonna be which is like insane, but I I really don't think we're gonna see like a, a drop off until he's like 35, 36.
1: Yeah, there's... I mean, he,
0: there's never been a physical specimen like him.
1: No. There really just has. And, and there's never even been a hint of a downturn or anything like that. He's that, never been injured. That you can think of that this might be slowing down. There's no reason to really think that. So unless there's a freak injury, I agree. I don't see why it can't be going on for at least four more seasons.
0: And that's the craziest thing about him is so much of his game has to do with how much of a beast athletically he is. And that's why I thought, you know, by the time he was this age... It was really going to the narrative was going to start changing that his career was going to kind of not go, not go down the tubes. But I didn't think he was going to be in the discussion for top player in the league at this point in his career, because I thought he relies so much on his physical abilities. Right. And somehow his physical abilities are 95 percent still there.
1: Yeah, basically, your premise was that he wouldn't be able to develop an old man game like yeah. Jordan or Kobe did. Right, because he doesn't have
0: the same kind of shot. But he's and... never had
1: to develop an old man game. Right, so which is wild. Which is it crazy. is really crazy. I mean, that's that's definitely what I think he has the most going for him in these arguments is durability yeah. and longevity. Yeah. And really, the only one in, in this group that you can compare him to is Kareem, yeah. who did it for that long and at that high of a level. And yeah. that was a different position. I mean, let's real. Kareem just was... Taller than everyone, and had that had that sky hook Yeah. So he he could he aged very gracefully. Yeah. Whereas LeBron, it's he he doesn't look that much different than when he was twenty six.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the that's literally the only thing he has on Jordan because Jordan took the two seasons off and he didn't play for nearly as long. I think what was it? he already passed LeBron already passed Jordan in terms of uh, seasons
1: played, or I think they're well, tied could,
0: now. Well, most uh, they're like tied for that, but most uh, points
1: in yeah most he, he just he just passed him in most playoff points. It took yeah. him um about 50 more games i oh, did it i want to okay. say yeah. but he actually did it in less shots even though he took right yeah, That's 50 less games or 50 more games but less shots
0: but when you when but the comparison stopped there because jordan had to go through an absolute gauntlet in the eastern conference year in and year out with the magic the knicks the pacers i mean he, every year it was someone different yeah Whereas LeBron just Cruises. skips skips and jumps into the finals yeah. every single year.
1: One so. one thing to be said is I don't think Jordan ever faced an NBA Finals caliber team like LeBron seeing in the Warriors right that, now. That's true. So that that's definitely something to throw in there. But but yes, the East has been a joke. Now a fun little a fun little hypothesis for everyone's favorite whipping boy in New York and really the whole NBA. Now now tell me what you think here. How many fi- NBA Finals would Carmelo Anthony have made not one just made the 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 NBA finals if he was switched with LeBron since LeBron went to Miami.
0: So if LeBron went to if Melo went to Miami and LeBron went to the Knicks,
1: if yeah, just if LeBron and Melo were switched for the last 7 years.
0: How many times would Melo have won?
1: No, how many NBA finals appearances would Melo have? Uh oh, I want to say how many LeBron have 7. 7. I want to say 4. Yeah. I agree in the 4 5 range, which is wild to say. Yeah. Because they're not even close as players. Like, not not at all.
0: And I think there's a good chance LeBron steals two of those.
1: Yeah, probably. But 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 as a player, Melo and LeBron aren't even close. But that's right. how much of a joke the East has been. Yeah, yeah. And Melo probably does get through with those Heat teams a couple of times. No, you'd have to and think so.
0: I mean, he's he was in his prime then. Those teams were so good, and they didn't have any competition that you would think maybe they don't get there one or two times. Maybe it's Boston one of the times. Yeah, maybe LeBron steals one,
1: but two one of them, one or two maybe. Two of them, you definitely think they make it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And right now, the East is
0: even more of a joke than it's ever been.
1: Yeah. So even 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 old man Melo possibly gets by in, in in this year. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy to think about, but no,
0: that, that is a good hype. But but even yeah.
1: even still, I'm to be clear, I'm not comparing Carmelo Anthony to LeBron James, to be very clear. It's just how bad the East has been. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that does it for probably our finals coverage for now. Maybe we'll we'll check back in the middle of the series, evaluate how things are going, but really it's it's I'm just praying it lives up to the hype. Uh, I obviously want to see Golden State win, but Five, to me, would be disappointing. I'm hoping it goes seven, just because we've been waiting for this for since this time last year. Or, no, about a month from now, when they actually signed Durant. But since the Warriors signed Durant, we've been waiting for this moment. So, hopefully it lives up for the hype.
0: It better live up to the hype, because we've seen a lot of shitty basketball up until this point. Like, nothing's literally been worth watching. I can't remember... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest basketball fan in the world, and I can't remember being, like, less excited about a playoffs, except for this series, which I am very, very excited about. I'm going to watch every single second of this series and break it down. So this will be very fun to watch, and it's going to define a lot of careers, most namely LeBron, Steph, and Durant, and it's, it's going to define their careers in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I guess we can talk about it a little bit. Do you think – is it going to just be number four again next year? This, everyone's calling the trilogy, the final chapter – is it just going to be a rerun next week? It might year? be a best
1: of seven. Right. That's what I'm saying. At least best of five. At least best of five. I it's mean, be I don't see what... I, I mean, we've been doing these articles, what teams can do to compete, and even that just puts them on the fringes, and that's complete... Best case scenario for these teams, which, which usually doesn't happen. I mean, something, so Boston, something. Boston could technically get in there. Know, but yeah, with enough moves. They definitely have enough yeah. pieces in the war chest where they can make a serious run at it. Yeah. If, if the CP3 to the Spurs comes through and they make a couple other moves with that, yeah. it's, you could see something. Yeah. But again, the odds on favorites right now has yeah. got to be, again, same teams. It, it has to be.
0: Which is wild. I mean, I think there's a really good chance that they play
1: five years in a row in the finals. Which, which, irregardless of how good the series is, can't be good for basketball.
0: Yeah, no. it's The super team stuff has to stop. <sighs> Unless the Knicks can get one. That's
1: never going to happen. That's so. not
0: happening. Well, All right, so that'll be really fun. We'll, we'll definitely be talking about that series as it develops. Um, let's talk a little bit about baseball. i have had some exciting stuff happening recently. Bryce Harper throwing a little fisticuffs, trying to knock some kids out. I loved it. Loved it, although he didn't land a single punch really, but... He grazed him. A little little grazing. I
1: I love the, the baseball fights. It's, uh... It's not the most exciting sport, generally. you got to really love the game, but yeah. I think some of that can draw in more of a casual fan, yeah. which is cool, especially when Harper's in it. And, and exactly. I, I'm a big Bryce guy. Me so, too. so I love to see the fire there, and he tosses the helmet at him.
0: Yeah, well, especially, you know, you, they say a lot of a lot of people call him soft, this, that, and the other. The fact that he's willing to go out there and, you know, go out there, rep himself, rep his team like that, he's not scared of, of the moment. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and Br- Bryce is definitely one of those guys that has equal share of lovers and haters yeah where it's uh you either you kind of either like him or you hate him. yeah which i think more than anything shows his true star potential or not even potential his true He's a star yeah like how much of a star he is because people don't feel that strongly about you one way or the other unless you're that good yeah
0: then the other star in baseball mike trout went down he's out for six to eight weeks um, never like to see that, but I, I really think the crazy thing to look at is how bad the Angels are going to be without him because yeah. they were like the twentieth offense in the league or something with him, and he's the he's been the best player in baseball this year. He's been leading the league in home runs. He's been, he's like leading it in average. He's him like three fifty with sixteen homers. They have no one else. They have an old Albert Pujols and a bunch of scrubs. So I if uh, I'm gonna start betting against them pretty much every game because they. Suck.
1: <laughs> okay, so s- some advice there: start betting against the Angels. But
0: Fanduel, if you have a pitcher, take him against the Angels.
1: But I mean, really, baseball has never been a one-man show, and as much as anyone has done it in since we've been alive, Mike Trout is a one-man show. Yeah, just absolutely carrying a squad. That's terrible. It, it's it's insane what he's doing. I mean we're probably going to look back on trout once he retires as really like a top 10 something crazy player of all time yeah you got it. i mean
0: every year he he's in the mvp conversation every year he's he's
1: unbelievable in, in yeah. terms in terms of wins above replacement i'm pretty sure yeah. every year since he's been in the league since he's been 22 which is or 21 which is his first year in the league he's led the league and wins above replacement meaning he's the most valuable player every year which every is, single year
0: which is wild I mean it's because he's he's such a five tool player he's so good defensively he he steals bases he he just does it all and and the best part I I really like about him is he does it all very quietly you know, there's no, there's no bravado about him. He doesn't, he doesn't show off in any way, shape, or form at all. Never complains, even though he has the shittiest team in the world.
1: And this is also the first time he's been hurt. Yeah, so, and he's and so durable. The most durable player, too. Yeah. But, but to your point on he does it so humbly, is that maybe a problem with baseball that we're seeing where so many these of stars are so under the radar? I mean, you wrote about your boy, Charlie Blackman, on the Rockies. Yep. The average, I'd say one out of every ten average fan knows about him. Yeah, And this guy's leading the NL and hitting.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if that has to do... I, I They could use some more flash, like my boy Javi Baez and like you know the gold chain and the swag. I, I definitely would like to see some of that, but... But not even
1: that. I'm talking more about branding them, advertising them more, just, just getting it out. I mean, I feel like just under normal day-to-day stuff, you're not seeing, oh, Mike Trout went three for four, hit a triple on a home run and stole two bases like right. that should be breaking news like every day I, f- I feel they're maybe not doing the best job of branding which leads me into the next point which is the judges chambers at Yankee Stadium the chambers the and, judge and continuing his streak so the Yankees clearly are seeing are thinking that there does need to be more marketing done yeah and so what do you think about that whole situation
0: I like it I mean it's not it's not like my favorite thing in the world but I think it's pretty cool um, he's just so marketable because you know, and I wrote an article about it, but it's because he's just like a giant up there. He's the friendly giant who just smashes home runs. He hits them farther than anyone. Him and Giancarlo Stanton just like crush, absolutely mash home runs. So you know, it's more exciting to watch that way. That's when baseball was at its peak when it had Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, even though those guys were on steroids. By Barry Bonds, I mean it's fun. It's fun to watch people absolutely crush home runs. So even though it counts for the same amount of points at the end of the day, that's what Judge brings. He brings that wow factor, that X factor. He's so big, plus he's so athletic, and he runs down fly balls. He runs great around the bases. Yeah, that counts. And he's, and he's just a great guy. You know, if he, they did, a, he did a special in New York on um, on NBC today, tonight. Um, you know, so there's a lot to love about him. But yeah, I, I really like. I like what, what the Yankees are doing with it. Um, you
1: know, I mean, you why said not? you said Stanton. So, I mean, that that's what's interesting. I don't really ever remember Stanton even getting this kind of publicity. Yes, Judge is in New York. That definitely plays a big but factor. He's also a
0: lot bigger than anyone. I mean, he's twice the size of Stanton. It's
1: think. true, but I'm just saying these marketing employees are going a long way. I think because Judge is really getting a lot of coverage and a lot of love. And baseball really needs more of these guys. I mean, they, they need to promote some of these stars. I mean, you look at some of the att- attendance numbers around the league aren't doing as well. Yeah. And in terms of being able to capture the younger generation, they're not really doing a great job of that either. Yeah. So the judges of the world are going to go a long way to helping baseball go to the next level as, as we move forward.
0: Yeah, and I think we've seen a lot of infusion of young talent over the last couple of years with guys like Manny Machado, even Bryce Harper and Trout are still really young and really, really talented players. So you're seeing a lot of it. Um, yeah, anytime I'm, I'm
1: saying more, how do they more, capitalize on yeah, that? Yeah,
0: more marketable. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I feel you. I mean, baseball is kind of just driven to be a sport where you really watch your team and you focus on your team more so than any other sport. But from my point of view, like FanDuel and, and Daily Fantasy Sports, has really upped the you know the amount of coverage and publicity and popularity it's gotten as well. That that's what drew me so much back into the game, and and it's really fun, you know, that it, it, it keeps you abreast into what's going on every single night in the league as well. So
1: um, right, so so that's a that's a perfect segue. Let's delve into that. What are some uh, kind of trends you're looking at right now? Hot hitters, hot teams. So it's been my
0: boys. I mean uh the guys that like to ride have been have been really hot recently. Charlie Blackman just won NL player of the week where he hit like 400 with three home runs. Been on an absolute tear. Uh his teammate actually Carlos Gonzalez who's I wrote about in that other article who was kind of he was having a really shitty year. He's he's come back in a big way. He's, big way. he's super hot. Um and then on the mounds, my boy Robbie Ray of the Diamondbacks, he's always been the strikeout king, but now he's really putting it together. Um, I mean, especially when you factor in the point that he pitches in Arizona, which is the second uh, worst park for pitchers to, to play in because it's so hitter friendly. And I mean, the last like four starts, he's he's going like eight or nine innings tonight. He just had a complete game, 10 K's, no runs. I mean, this is just becoming a thing of regularity now where he's developing into one of the best pitchers in baseball and he doesn't even have a third pitch. So he's consistently throwing 97, 98 With a wicked curve, if he develops a changeup, and we're they were talking about this on the broadcast tonight, I mean it's it's lights out. Like he's already this good, and he can still develop. There's still room for him to grow. So he's a really fun guy to watch. That you know I love to to bet my horses on. He's been winning me a ton of money. Yeah, I mean another guy obviously to keep track of again. Lucas Duda, the probably the streakiest player in baseball, hit another home run tonight. When he's hot, he's scorching hot.
1: And when I mean, he's cold, he's ice, ice fucking cold. cold.
0: And right now, he's scorching hot. Going into tonight, he was hitting 400 over the last couple weeks.
1: Yeah, I think he started around about three weeks ago. He must have been at 208, and now he's batting like 270. Yeah, so that just shows you right there. Yeah, so he's been on fire. And
0: a big thing to watch also is you know I I wrote about the Toronto Blue Jays as my team before the year, which looked really stupid as they were in last place. But they were by far the most inj- injury-devastated team in the whole league. Their best player, MVP caliber, Josh Donaldson, has been out the whole time. Um, they just got to back, was to... out for a while. Even guys like Devin Travis missed games. Um, Morales missed games. So they're finally fully healthy. And even like J.A. Happ on the pitching side, Aaron Sanchez missed games. So like literally almost every key player has been injured on their team. They're finally healthy. And let's see what they can do. I think they're, they can, they're starting to play better already. Donaldson yeah. literally just got back, so he's obviously the difference maker we're going to see what they can do now, and
1: even before that, they started playing better, yep, Joey Bats has gotten really hot recently, yep he said he's started off ice cold he's and a tear now, now he's put on, he's put together some uh home run streak so i, I definitely agree I, I, Toronto is one of the best bets you can make right now in the season. Yeah, I mean... If they, you can make a bet on them to make the win the AL East or make the playoffs, that's interesting because you're going to get great odds, and there's always that team that, that goes on a stretch in, in the dog days of summer that no one really sees coming, and, and they take the division.
0: Listen, they, they started out like 6-21, and 21, like something yeah. crazy because of what I was just talking about. They're now, They're seven and three in their last ten. They're only three games under five hundred now. They're only six and a half back of first by the Yankees. I mean, they're coming. They're yeah. they've already been hot, and Josh Allen's just got back from perfect time. You gotta you gotta keep riding this team. So it, you look for them to improve. The Red Sox have also been been playing a lot better. The Yankees have continued to play really well. Orioles have slid a little bit, but the AL East once again is, is a great division. Tough tough to like division.
1: Them. And so, yeah, you'll be watching that all year to see. The Yankees by no means have that locked away.
0: No, and you know, going on, on those favorites, the three big ones before the year were the Red Sox, Indians, and Cubs, who were all very disappointing to start out. I, I said the Red Sox was my favorite call to be disappointing, and they definitely have been. Uh, we'll see what happens now with David Price back. But the Cubs said only 500. It's crazy. Like, when is this thing going to end? Yeah. Everyone's been just waiting and waiting, but nothing's happening.
1: Keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. And really, it just hasn't... Rizzo has not played well. Javi Baez has not played well. Even Chris and, Bryant
0: really hasn't been... Brian, met up to his standards, at least.
1: True, but I mean, he's been the most close. I mean, Schwarmer's been horrible. Yeah. So, eventually, you think these guys gotta start hitting, but come on. It, it, it's almost June already, so well, let's yeah. start going. I
0: also think the key factor that not many people talked about was Dexter Fowler... When they, when you know, he left to the Cardinals, he was their leadoff hitter. He set the tone. If you looked at their record last year of games with him in the lineup and out of the lineup because he missed a bunch of games due to injury, it was something where like they were far and away the best team in baseball, and when he was out of the lineup, they were like a middling 500 team. So that's really proven to show. I think they're really missing his absence and how he leads off. Kyle Schwarber's is a good player, but obviously not having a great season, and he's not he's not really the guy to lead off.
1: Yeah, that that's definitely interesting. I mean... Especially because Fowler actually hasn't even played ball well in St. Louis, yeah. So definitely an interesting point, and uh, but still, you got to think because there's too much talent to not figure it out at some point soon.
0: Yeah, and I mean, look, they're they're still only a game and a half back. The central's, yeah, the that, central's a joke, staying. so they don't really need to turn it on. But yeah, it's I, something to keep an eye on.
1: I would say that the the one division that could compete with the AL East, although not all the way top to bottom, but the top three teams in the LA. NLS or sorry NL A- West. NL West, right. NL West are very strong with the Rockies, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Rockies and Dodgers, uh, Rockies and Diamondbacks. Those are my two squads all year. Those are my
0: two squads. And the Dodgers
1: are hot now. The Dodgers are
0: really hot. Cody Bellinger, you know, another one of those guys who's very no one's even talking about him. He's since he's been called up, he's tied for the major league lead in home runs. He's an absolute stud belting home runs. He's been he's really picked up the Dodgers offense because Corey Seager, who's their other young stud, one of the best shortstops in baseball, really that wasn't having that great a year, so they really needed this infusion of offense, and he's giving it to them. They're they're playing really well, and the yeah. Diamondbacks and, and Rockies are and, hot. They're they're staying hot, and I love it.
1: Well, and what's his name, Jacob Turner? I think he's batting like two three seventy or something. Oh, Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Sorry, yeah, sorry.
0: yeah. Yeah, he's he's been really hot this year again. So he's been awesome.
1: That guy at, at age thirty three somehow turned into the best like third baseman in baseball, so Yeah, pretty wild.
0: <laughs> yeah. But and then last but not least, we'd be remiss to not mention the Houston Astros having one of the great seasons we've seen in a long, long time. Their record currently at thirty six and sixteen. Wow. Uh, that's that's pretty unbelievable.
1: Yeah, and you got probably we were talking about before, the two leading candidates for A.L. Cy Young on the same staff. My boy,
0: Lance McCullers. Lance
1: McCullers and Dallas Keuchel, I think, have a combined under-3 ERA. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So, yeah, they've been on fire. And Keuchel actually just came back off the 10-day DL, too, so... And I think he threw another shutout or something, so... The most impressive thing, too, with
0: what they've been doing is they have this pitcher, Mike Fiers, who's been absolutely atrocious. He's given up, like, 20 home runs... In nine starts, like and the fact that they have such a good record, even with a back end starter being that shitty, just goes to show how well their offense has been playing. I mean, this offense is putting up eight runs minimum a game, top to bottom. They just have so much talent, and I really think it was. I didn't write about this. It was one of the teams I wish I did write about because you know I, I really loved their pickups of Beltran and McCann, just from a leadership standpoint in the locker room. Matt yeah. Holiday, you've seen it, bring it to the Yankees
1: because they have all the young talent. They got the young talent. Now it's about just bringing it together. And you having just, them play to the top of their potential. hey,
0: and you have even hear them talk about it, saying like, that the, you can't put into stats the difference that those two guys have made.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Astros, again, those are one of those teams that we talked about at the beginning of the year, the post-hype, where the Astros were a sexy sleeper last year, yeah. everyone liked them, including me, and they just never really got over the hump. They got hot kind of in the second half, but never really got, got there where they right. needed to go, and now, obviously, this year, all things are clicking, and... uh Yeah, they're going to be a tough, tough out in the playoffs with that lineup and those top two starters. You can't ask for much more than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so baseball is continuing to stay hot, be fun. We'll take it through the dog days of summer. We are about to launch the new site any day now. Should be up. Looking good. Looking great. Check it out.
1: What else you got to add? Going through some technical issues, but hopefully we'll have those figured out soon, so... Check it out, give us some feedback, let us know what you think, uh, and then, yeah, we're going to dive in. I'm hoping to give a little game-by-game finals recap, yep. break down what we're seeing, what the teams can change to win the next game, change the series' momentum, all that kind of stuff. I think all the pre-series stuff has been beaten down to death, Yeah. so there's no really reason to go further into it, but yeah. the series starts in two days, by the time it's is up in one day, so... Yeah, and I, and another thing is the NBA draft
0: coming up, so that's going to be a lot to talk about there. Yeah. This is one of the most exciting drafts we've had in years with all the top talent at the top.
1: So after after the finals ends and we, we crown our champion, yeah. we'll definitely have a little post-mortem on that, but we're pretty much immediately going to dive into the draft and free agency, which happens crazily in the span of like three weeks. It's just a whirlwind of activity in the NBA offseason, which the, they schedule that better than any other league in terms of how quickly it happens, and and they still have all that attention from yeah. the finals, yeah. that they just capitalize out on, on it so nicely and then bring everyone from, okay, focus on this amazing series, to now, okay, now you can go back to your team, even though it's the off offseason. Yeah. So the way they've set that up is pretty brilliant. And, uh, by the way, the Stanley Cup's going on. Yep. And Forgot to mention uh, that.
0: That was hockey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go Freds. So
0: Penguins up one uh so... Sid Crosby going down is probably the number
1: two player of all time. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know him enough to, to really make that judgment. Yeah, but uh, the guy is a monster. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's a pretty, it's not really
0: a marquee finals to say the least in Nashville and Pittsburgh.
1: No, I, I do like the Nashville fans that they're going pretty fucking wild. Yeah, which is always fun to see. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's, it's not uh, the greatest final in the world. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll have a lot more stuff coming out. With the NBA draft, the NBA finals, baseball as always. And until then, we'll see you next time. Peace.